Hey everybody, welcome back or welcome to Crushing It. I'm your host Robert and Crushing It is just a podcast where I get to talk to all of my friends about how they crush, who they're crushing on and play a lot of fun games in between. I am so excited to share this episode with you. It is none other than Joe Gould. Joe is an amazing performer at UCB. You can catch him on the mod team Emerald that performs every fourth Wednesday at UCB Sunset. Check the website to go crush on him. Um... This episode is so fun. Joe tells us about a traumatizing experience that he had in elementary school where there was just a really aggressive crusher that really liked him a lot and it traumatized him for life. Um, you guys are going to have so much fun during this episode, but do me a favor. If you like this episode, send it to a friend. Send it to your enemy. Send it to your crush. Send it to your best friend. Uh, send it to your dad. Send it to your mom. Send it to your grad. That's enough. Just send it to all those people and I'll be happy. <laughs> but do me a favor. Like, subscribe, rate, review, comment. Uh, follow us on Instagram at Crushing It Podcast, so you can follow me at Robert R A H H B U R T on all the things. And let's just get into this episode, you guys, because it's so much fun. Uh, Brandon, let's just play the episode, please. Let them crush on Joe. I got a crush on you. I got a crush on you. I got a got a. I got a crush on you. I got a crush on you. I got a got a. I got a crush on you. I got a crush on you. I got a got a. I got a crush on you. Get some air because it's hot in here now. No, I like the temperature in here. It's very cool. It's nice and Robert, brisk. That's just you. You're the one screaming to invoke. Yes, yeah. so true. You had a full hit workout. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, just talk, sit wherever you want to sit. Appreciate Brandon will move the mic to you so where you get comfortable. So just feel where you, wherever you want to live is where you want to live. If you want to move back, these are nice mics, by the way. Thank these you. These are fucking nice. <laughs> uh, y'all got money. Y'all got mics and Legos. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let Weird flex. You. I respect it, though. <laughs> you should just put a Lego on top of this mic. <laughs> oh, my God. Thank you, Joe, for doing this. Thank you for inviting oh me. Oh, my God. You guys, we have Joe P. Gould. Gould. I said it right the first time. I fucked it up on the intro, you guys. Joe P. Gould on the podcast? On the podcast. You said it like it was a question. I am indeed in a studio <laughs> with Robert right now. <laughs> Are you? But now I'm hurt. Because <laughs> he told me this was a podcast and he doesn't seem sure. So he might be about to kill me. I definitely went like inside of myself when I was like, I fucked up that day. <laughs> Joe, uh, thank you so much for doing this. I'm fucking excited that you're here. I'm excited to be here. Uh, I listen to your podcast. I'm a fan. Thank you. This no, is very meta. Thank yeah. you so much for doing this. And I'm a fan of you. This is your podcast. Absolutely not. He's never even been to one of my sketch team shows, but okay. Wow. So that's how we started. You guys, go see Emerald at UCB Sunset every fourth Friday? The fourth Wednesday of every month. Wow. wow. He did get the location correct, though. Wow. That's fine. It's because it's Wednesday right now. Where the fuck am I right now? I'm missing Ma Knight to be here with uh, Robert, and he can't even get the night right. <laughs> Let me start this over. Leave this in. <laughs> you guys said I have not even had a drink of anything. Joe, thank you so much for doing this. Uh, you know why we're here. I'm just going to cut straight to it before I fuck up again. Okay. Joe. Robert. How do you crush? How do I crush? This was not on the list of questions nope. you gave. <laughs> he gave me a list of questions to study for, and I did. I came up with answers. This was not one of them, so I, uh, I'm feeling a little put on the spot. <laughs> Uh, how do I crush? Yeah. Like, if your crush is in the room, how do you act? I think I'm one of those people who kind of tries to play it cool to the point of be looking like an asshole. Like, 
my crush will be in the room and I try to be above it all. Like that Moorish fish we were talking about. <laughs> like they don't move you. Yeah. Like you're just like, so like, you know, they're, they're like try, maybe trying to get a reaction. Just like, you know, like be cool. You're just like, okay. Yeah. I'm like, just, yeah, unbothered. Just walking <laughs> around like I own the place. Maybe a little, a little too much Electra abundance. Oh, come on, Electra. Hopefully people get that reference. If not, oh, you should if, watch if, Pose on FX Tuesdays at 10 p.m. If they listen to my podcast, okay. they get the yeah. reference. So I, I can be a little too much like that sometimes. Like I'm above it all in front of my crush. Because for some reason, I think that comes off as being attractive. But I'm <laughs> I'm starting to learn that it probably does not Are you attracted to people who, who do that? Not in a romantic way, but I do find those type of people entertaining. I'm like, oh, that person is terrible. I love it. <laughs> and I don't mean it terrible as an insult. I'm like, oh, that person's terrible. I love that. Like, that's entertaining. Like, Constance They're Wu. a bad person, and I am here for it. Yes. <laughs> Let me tell you the drama of it all. I, I love the spectacle. I love it. It's if very Constance Wu walked in here right now, I would gag. Like, oh, <laughs> she is terrible, and I am fucking living. You hate the show that you are on that is paying you so much money. Made you a star, and you just did not care. <laughs> and I respect that. That's a that's a strong character decision to make. I love I love all of this, <laughs> Joe. Okay, so do you think you have a type? I would say that I don't. I would your friends say you have a type? My best friend would say that I have a type. If your best friend was right was here right now, what would they say your type was? I feel like if I answered it, people would drag me for being problematic. Is it somebody who's white? No, oh. no, no, oh. that's not my type at all. I have never, oh. I mean, they're fine for like, you know. For play? For play, but I I don't go up no, for I, white boys. I just said that for a fact because like almost everybody who comes on here is like, oh, it's going to be problematic. They're like, about my Christian, I'm like, just say it. They're like, I like white people. I'm like, yes. Every, every. <laughs> no, 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 I, I can't think of a single time I've ever had like any type of romantic feeling for uh a white boy at all. Okay, what is your type that your friend would say? He would say that I have a thing for Asian boys. Okay, yeah. So like you like you tend to like, you know, one race. No, like that's not even the thing. Like they just I, tend to be they end up falling in that category. Ever since I moved out to LA, it's been it's leaned more that way. When I used to, when I lived in Cleveland, it was I predominantly dated black men and out here I mean, I'm not dating anyone, but I have had more crushes on asian men actively out here or have been like had more like attractions and interest in asian men out here but also black men oh god I, see it's this is so problematic, problematic you, that no, i have it's to not pro- like, it's not problematic you like what you like okay i mean and you're not putting anybody else down you're just saying that what you tend to like i'm sweating <laughs> I told you just calm down this is your podcast and you're doing great <laughs> Oh my god, let's okay. continue. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember um your first crush? Okay, so oh god. <laughs> I love that you did homework for this. You sent me you were like, these are the things you need to know the answers to. Like you wrote the word need and I was like, oh this okay, is I need serious. to take need out of the message. I just wanted to give them to you. Okay. So at first I couldn't think of my first crush. I could just think of the first time I knew somebody had a crush on me. Uh-huh. And that was in I want to say it was like kindergarten and I was in kindergarten a little early because back then I was smart and there was a girl I don't remember her name she was just younger she had curly black hair and big eyes and she was like cute she was pretty she was a little girl but she had such a crush on me and I was too young for kindergarten and we were also too young to be like 
crushing on each other i think i don't know kids are weird some kids are sexual and that's fine that's a totally normal thing but there was this fisher price phone booth in the classroom and whenever you could like earn time in there by just being good Mm -hmm. being smart and so I would earn a lot of time in there. And one day I was just sitting in there. Come on, uh, small flex, just a slight flex. No, big flex. I was very young in kindergarten and I was the smartest kid in that class. It was in Durham, North Carolina. I bet them kids ain't doing nothing. I basically owed that Fisher Price. Exactly. Let me tell you. And now I'm on a podcast. What them kids doing? Nothing. They just doctors. Losers. Okay, so you used to earn a lot of time in there. Yeah, and one day I was in there fake calling my mom because that's the only person I would talk to on that phone booth. And this girl came in there and she... Like, started aggressively kissing me. <laughs> like, aggressively. What? And as I look back on it as an adult, I'm like, I hope there was nothing going on with her to, like, be portraying those types of behaviors. But maybe she was just really, like, maybe she a just sexual saw it on kid. TV, on TV yeah. and was like, oh, this is what boys and girls do. They kiss. Yeah. And some kids, like, legitimately are just sexual. I was not. And... <laughs> I cried when she did that. <laughs> also, when I knew I was gay, I was like, oh, I don't like this at all. <laughs> you just push her forehead back? No, I didn't stop her. I just kind of like, I, st- I remember still being on the phone, the Fisher Price phone. Talking to your mom? <laughs> no, I wasn't. I couldn't talk to her in my moment of shame. <laughs> and you yeah. don't want your mom knowing what you, yeah. then what she, just happened. Then she left the booth and then I left the booth and I never wanted to go back in the booth again. She also ruined the slide for me because I would, we would wait in line for the slide and she would do this thing where she would cut whoever was directly behind me. So when I was climbing up the slide, she would run up with me and slide down with me and i i don't know i didn't i don't understand her she was an aggressive crusher and did not respect boundaries i think she i think me and her got a lot of <laughs> it's okay she was a kid it's fine uh no i that's oh my god i hate that she ruined the slide for you yeah like I, okay the phone booth i get it i don't need to be making calls anyways right now i was busy i, was I need so, to call make calls uh but the fucking slide yeah it was rough i remember i remember so many details about that slide too like it was orange and it was i want to say about 10 feet off the ground and it had green steps and i can like remember the sound of like what it sounded like to go up on those steps and when i think about the sound i always think about like the sound of her little mary jane's running up behind me now (laughs) and that's what i hear every time i think of a slide anytime i see a slide i hear her little mary jane's coming up behind me like that's your uh horror story yeah (laughs) like that that's your horror movie just all you hear is just the tapping you start just like looking everywhere that straight girl was so aggressive <laughs> i don't <Yeah>. understand <laughs> did you have any other early crushes like did you start to crush on people okay so the one i remember like after i thought about it for a while i did remember that my first crush was an asian boy in the third grade his name was khan <laughs> no you were imprinted what was his name his name was khan he had a twin and I, I don't remember her name. I just remember his name. And I wanted to be friends with him so badly. Like, I would just do things to, like, try to impress him and hang out with him. And we were both very smart. So I would always try to, like, do things with him together or, like, get the teacher to pair us up for, like, group things. I don't know. It was so... At the time, I didn't realize I was crushing on him. But when I look back on him, I'm like, oh, I had a crush on that boy. Yeah. Yeah. You always wanted to be next. What was, what, like, what in, uh, drew you to him? As a, Like, what do you think drew your younger self to him? Um, I think other than just him being like, we were the two youngest people in the class. Um, so that was one thing. And I, he had similar, like, 
like I knew I gave off like feminine energy even that young and he kind of did too so I think I was just like oh like you don't I didn't know we're similar yeah and I was like those things attracted me to him and I I think just in the back of my mind I was like we're the same like we both have this thing in common da 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 and like my young self thought oops oh no the mic fell <laughs> producer Brandon all those Legos you put on top of it. <laughs> no, <laughs> but yeah, my young self thought his young self was cute. Have you like ever like tried to like look up look him up online? No, I and honestly, I had forgotten all about him until you sent me those questions, and I was like really trying to think like who was my first crush, da, 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 da. and then it hit me when my friend was like, well, when I was asking my friend about like my type, and he was like probably someone asian lol then i was like oh my god <laughs> everything everything's coming together now everything came together yeah uh, other than con uh growing up like middle school high school did you were you crushing on anybody no not in middle school or high school no. you're like uh you're above it <laughs> yeah i was like uh, super awkward super weird um yeah what what was young joe like oh god uh he was very bitchy uh <laughs> <laughs> I would say it was sassy. People would say I was like bitchy and mean to them. Um, You're very Electra abundant. I I could probably make her cry at that. Age. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't nice. I mean, I was like closeted. I was growing up in the inner city. I was heavier. Not that there's anything wrong with that. It was just like a problem I had, which made me feel bad about myself because mm-hmm. kids made me feel bad about it. So I was just dealing. And that was always just like my defense mechanism to just be like the sarcastic, bitchy person um i was voted most outspoken in high school which is a good thing no it was like their way of being shady (laughs) (laughs) you took it and you used it as a good thing and now you're you're here sharing your voice on stages all around la yeah and those kids aren't doing anything look at them they're just lawyers what do they know no they're lawyers with bad uh addictions that they need help for yeah they're probably we're praying for them yeah they're like the linda fairsteins of cleveland oh god (laughs) <laughs> do you ha- uh growing up did you have any celebrity crushes like were you crushing on any celebrities growing up uh growing up my celebrity crush was probably will smith really I was, not probably it was definitely will smith i was very big into the fresh prince of bel-air and bad boys and i i stuck with him for a while even after he started doing like the bad movies but i was very <laughs> just, i was like oh my god this dude he's like he's glowing in that summertime music video i used to just watch that on repeat all like, of the him time. And short. Yes. yes. Give the it some like hitting him. I was like, those big Colors. old ears, like it's something to hold on to. It was just like <laughs> so much stuff. And then when he started doing the movies with his shirt off, what was that? Independence Day? Was yeah. I was like, oh my God, I get it. Sci fi, this is a genre. Did I love it. You, did you watch uh, Six Degrees of Separation? No, it's not. So it's one of his early, I think it might, might be his first movie that he ever did. He actually plays, well, he's a con man. And he plays, uh, sounds hot. Uh, he's gay, gay in the movie. Or like, or he plays gay in the movie. I'm gonna go home and watch this right now. <laughs> yeah, and it's a super Bye. young, like 18, 19 year old young Smith, like, like, like kind of like when he was doing the whole um, uh, summertime. So it's like that, but like you can watch him be a con man, like get away with stuff with these rich white people. See, I'm so in that because you're basically telling me Will Smith was trade in a movie. Yeah, yeah. he was playing gay, but he was a con man. I'm just. That that's very much my type, like a man who is out of my league who will ruin my life. Yes, <laughs> love that. Give me all of that. I, I'm so glad I could bless you with that. Like if if not for anything I do else, feel blessed right now. That you can take that with you. I wish I had a pen so I could write. Oh, I do have a pen. Oh, you gave me one. Six degrees, Will Smith. Six degrees <laughs> of separation. Um, 
Do you have any celebrity crushes now? Uh, yes. <laughs> so it's funny. My celebrity crush right now, and I don't care, I'm going to say it's Jesse Smollett. Because it, it's just what we were talking about. Fucking con, man. He. <laughs> for, I mean, I liked him before that. He's cute. Very attractive. He gives me that like chaotic light skin feeling energy. Like you can tell he's in his light skin feelings. Has some problematic light skin thoughts, but he's also like just the right amount of woke. And then he was like, also, I'm about to pull a motherfucking stunt and try to con these people. And I'm like, yes, I like that. I want that. Uh, and his if energy. I was his man, I would have been standing by him the whole time. Like, I don't even care. I'd have been more turned on when they were like, he might have been lying. I'm like, oh, my God, you lied to us. <laughs> All of us. I love it. Uh, he's cute. Did you see the pictures? I did see the pictures. <laughs> God, how could you not, like, look at this man? Oh, God. He's, he's, he's really cute. I wanted him to go to trial just so we could get moments of him just being sexy on the stand and like emoting, <laughs> just giving us that con man energy. Uh, uh. It's a picture of him crying it's on the British. screen right now and I am so into it. <laughs> yes, emotionally manipulate me, daddy. <laughs> Brandon, if you don't take these pictures off the screen real quick. Uh, this is him in like a Snuggie or something like that. I don't know. Just take it off. Take it off and say you were assaulted in it. I don't know. What? That's what he said happened. <laughs> Do you have any other celebrities like a Jesse Smollett? Uh, that are just like scammers? Like, mm, I don't think so. Because typically when I crush, I try not to crush on straight boys. Uh, so Jesse Smollett is like the main one. I'm also really into, oh my, is it Eugene Lee, the Try Guys guy? Yeah. He used to play in my dodgeball league. And really? this is before I knew who he was. And I was just like obsessed with him. I don't think he was great at dodgeball, but he's he's just like a great person. Also, every year he has the best uh, Halloween costumes. His costumes are like he's just such an iconic fixture of like just queerness. Oh it, god. I do not know like how huge the Try Guys are. Oh really? Yeah. I knew of them after I realized I was like obsessed with Eugene Lee from being in my dodgeball league and they were like, "Yeah, he's a Try Guy." And then I think I watched every Try Guys thing. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, I want to get to know this person. And I was like, probably out of my league. Oh my, okay. So yeah, so like, also like he's uh, he's Asian. So like, yes. I mean, it's just going to be a thing. Don't be ashamed of it. I'm not ashamed of it. Like, I mean, it's not, not like you're not fetishizing. I mean, you just tend to be attracted to like like a Eugene type or like a Khan type. <laughs> like he, he really imprinted on you at a young age. Yes, Khan did imprint on me at a young, a very what, young age. What uh, movies and like TV shows did you watch growing up? Um, so I watched The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air a lot because I liked Will Smith. Another show that I watched a lot throughout just my early childhood, even until adulthood, because it was in syndication so much, was A Different World. And there's nothing about that show <laughs> that, that I'm obsessed good. with. I just think it's a good, solid show that I really, really liked. So So good. much more after Lisa Bonet left. Um, uh, well, the first season, Trash. It, yeah, it's it's not great. And uh, I mean, no shade to Marissa Tomei either. She also wasn't strong in that. She went on to be strong-ish in other things. Uh, but just in general, a different world was such no, an yeah, amazing No, like, yeah, let me tell you, I was obsessed with Whitley. Yes. Like, I think it was like the young Whitney gay boy in Gilbert me. Gilbert is everything. Like, knew it was like, this is it. This is the attitude that I want. She is the Hillary Banks of that show, but they put her in the center. And like... Hillary is my favorite character on The Fresh Prince other than Will, and Whitley is for sure my favorite character on A Different World. She's just so extra, but in control of it. And they had the best intro song ever. I did not know 
Aretha, Aretha Franklin, Franklin sung that song until yeah. she died. And I was like, that's Aretha Franklin. That that is insane. You got Aretha Franklin to sing the theme song for a TV show. Like it's it's how iconic that TV show was. And plus like, you know, it had Bill Cosby at the head of it, so I think it, it gave Aretha more like, okay, yeah. it has like you know, Cosby show's already been a thing. Right. So it gave it more but like that show is so good. And like the whole will they won't they be together was so fun. Like you knew they would. And Another thing about the show people don't realize, it was like one of the top rated shows for, I want to say, the first, for every season except maybe its last two seasons, but probably just its last season is when it slipped in the ratings. But it was like a ratings juggernaut, too. Yeah. Like, it was doing so well. Like, And an the fact show. that it was like, like it was at an HBCU. Yeah. And I knew all, like, my, because my- I wanted to go there. My dad went, uh, went to an HBCU. My uncles went to an HBCU. My grandparents went to an HBCU. Which one? So, like, uh, Prairie View A&M. And uh, they it's right out there. of Houston. Yeah. Okay. So, like, I knew I was going to an HBCU, so I'm like, ooh, what is my life going to be like? Like, <laughs> I loved it. Like, it, and, like, it, it shed light on HBCU to the rest of the world. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And also showed other black people that, like, you know- we can do things, you know what I'm saying? Like, we, like we can go to college, like you know what I'm saying? Because it's not what the media was giving us at the time. You're right. You're absolutely right. So, like, it opened our minds, and think about how many more kids went to college because of that, to aspire to that. Yeah, and I think a lot of times on shows before that, when we talked about black people going to college, it was always like, like, I remember on Good Times, like, the struggle Thelma had going to college. And it is valid that college is a financial barrier for so many of us, but in a different world, they were at HBCUs, and it was just, like, normalized that these they weren't necessarily struggling or having to sacrifice to be there and that could be a part of their story but there's also just like that narrative of like they're in college this is a normal thing that black people do like yeah. every black person that goes to college isn't struggling and not there's nothing wrong with that that is like the truth for some it, of us yeah. but we're not all sob stories we're not all you know they're as like tokens and like, it was just like this is just college with black people here it something's is. gonna happen yeah in this episode they'll try to figure it out exactly <clears throat> They'll live their life. They'll grow God. as people grow. Exactly. Such a good show. And other than that. I, Ron was cute to me. Let me tell you something about a nerd. And like he's just so weird and goofy and just always like kind of messing up. But he has like the best intentions. But he's like kind of like a little puppy dog. And he's like, oh, shiny thing. Oh, shiny thing. You know, like that is huh. it. Like I liked his style. I don't think I was into any of the men as like. I don't think romantically or attractive wise I was in, but yeah, I could like, I could see it now. Like if I saw that guy walking down the street right now, I would stop and look at him. You're right. No, not that version of it. He's showing me a picture of Ron now who is bald and married to, I want to say Vanessa from the Cosby's. Are they still married? I believe so. Let's go to a break. So producer Brady can look that up real quick and we'll be right back. Do you stalk your crush's social media, but ignore them in person? Is it difficult for you to talk to your crush in a one-to-one setting? Can you pull down a comprehensive background check just from seeing them at a party? Do you enjoy working with DNA samples? Then we need you. Crush Research Team. For more information, send us your resume with subject line, Team Crush. Oh my God, so I'm so, okay, so we did sit there and we did verify that Tepis Bledsoe is his, is her, is his wife. Yes. So I feel like that break was valid. I feel like we got a lot out of that break. I'm excited about it. To know that they're together, happy, and in love. Well, it didn't say they were in love. It just said they were still together. <laughs> Let's hope for love. Yeah. Sharing their different world residuals and their Cosby residuals and just oh my making God. it work. Those are not 25 cent checks. At, at some point, they have to start being 25 cent checks, right? Uh, no, it's 
on multiple channels and Hulu now. Multiple channels. Not the Cosby's. Okay. Um, That's well, why she's still with him. She ain't getting her Cosby. <laughs> she's like, <laughs> so, Joe, who are you crushing on right now? Okay. I wrote down two names, but Ooh. I'm not going to say the names. Okay. No, no. Yeah. What do you, uh, yeah. So, tell me about one of, like, let's start with one of the people. One of the, let's give the first person a name. Brandon. Eugene. <laughs> tell me about Eugene. Um, so this is weird because it's going to sound like I'm really talking about Eugene for a second, but I met this guy, Eugene, at a dodgeball tournament last summer. In... Oh, if you guys don't know, Joe is a big dodgeball person. Excuse me. I am a dodgeball champion. Okay. I have won a dodgeball championship last season of WeHo Dodgeball with our team Dodge Bay. We were the champions. Also, my other team, A League of Their Own, made it to a championship match, and we lost. So I almost had two dodgeball champions in the same week. In the same week. Wait, what? In the same week? In the same week. Oh, we're... Yes, I am that bitch on the dodgeball court. So uh, don't kind piss of. him off, because <laughs> his of. aim is on. My aim is pretty good. <laughs> the power behind it is questionable sometimes, but the aim is on point. Um, but yeah, so I met I met him at a dodgeball conference in New Orleans. We played on the same team, and I had never met any of those people before. I knew one person. He was a friend of mine from Cleveland. Um, and I don't know. I just liked the guy right away, and I was, like, super awkward around him, I think. And the first night we all went out, he made out with somebody else, and I was just like, oh, God. <laughs> what did you like about him? Uh, he was short, cute, and brown. <laughs> I don't know if that was it. That's all I need. Like, he had an you, amazing smile, too. He had such a pretty smile. I like people smile. for less. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, but then the second night, we were just talking and hanging out. And then we ended up making out for a really, really, really long time. And it was cool. And then I just didn't see him for a while. We were just on Instagram. As we, like, we're Instagram friends, and we would talk every once in a while. But I, had, I realized I had such a huge crush on him. And I was like, uh, this is so in line with me liking a guy who was unavailable to me and a couple of months oh, he was ago, unavailable to you i mean he doesn't live in la he oh, lives somewhere true, else true, true. but he was in la a couple of months ago and asked me if i wanted to grab a drink so we went and grabbed a drink and i was like just probably so awkward the whole time because i'm sure he has no idea i have a crush on him because like i told you when i like somebody i am a bitch <laughs> <laughs> So the whole like dinner you're just sitting there reading him <laughs> no i never read him i just i probably wasn't like like you googly yeah. eyes i think i was actually better with him than i am with most people and like i was definitely like nice and i think i was trying to be charming but then towards the end of it he was telling me about his on again off again partner of seven years or something like that and they're on again now and i'm just like of course <laughs> of fucking course also my life like yes. yeah like not only did i crush somebody that lives in a totally different city from me also has had a long or on again off again partner that's a long time yeah he was talking about their goal is to eventually like be, be uh, in the same city together and get married and i was like this is what i would do to myself this is how i would emotionally destroy myself without even realizing it's so on brand for me also, like and then like constantly checking their like you know instagram see if like are they off again right now like can i like i don't I, i've learned from that i'm like i'm not gonna do that in my mind, he is now married. Yeah, that's <laughs> Just, healthy. That's yeah. healthy. And the crush will eventually go away. I'm like, I'm crushing on a married man. It'll go away. It's fine. He might as well just be dead to you, like, in your head. Like, he needs to, like, no, the person's not. But, yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah, he does have to be dead to me. It's unfortunate. 
Such a good kisser, too. Was it? Oh, yeah. Oh, no. He was a great kisser. I mean, for y'all to do it for that long. Yeah. In the middle of the streets of New Orleans. <laughs> I've done worse in the middle of the streets of New Orleans. <laughs> I have not, but good for you. I've done worse at the subway station here oh. in LA. Yeah. The. Oh my god! I don't know what kind of podcast this is. Oh no, this is whatever podcast you wanted. The to be. first time I had sex in LA was at the Beverly and Vermont subway station. <laughs> it was like the middle of the night. I forgot where I was coming from or going to, but there was just this guy down there, and he was like giving me eyes, and I was like, "I'm pretty sure this guy is giving me eyes." So I gave him eyes back. The subway station was relatively empty, so we walked over to like the far end, and we had sex. Was it good? Yeah, it was pretty good. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So and we did not stop when the train. <laughs> <laughs> so you gave a show. <laughs> it's just like, was that what I did? <laughs> it's, it's exactly what. If you drove past, if you were on that train that night and you were always wondering, did I see two guys having sex at the subway station? You did. <laughs> you absolutely did. We were having good sex. Yeah. I wasn't going to stop because your train came. <laughs> I'm trying to come. Exactly. <laughs> like, like, I can come, the train can't come. Sorry. <laughs> like, anyways, get over yourself. Who is this other person you're crushing on? This other person is somebody who is... Uh, producer Brendan, can I get a name for this person? Ron. Okay, so Ron is somebody who also does comedy, okay. but not not in LA. Because, um, you know, on brand for me. And, uh, <laughs> uh, and so I... I ran. I started following Ron um, on Instagram, and like they're like a bigger comedy person, and I would just like like their photos and just like comment stupid, like very thirsty, obvious shit. And then one day Ron followed me back, and I was like, okay, that's not. I mean, we have some mutual people in common. And then I can't remember if I DM'd Ron first or Ron DM'd me first. I want to say Ron DM'd me first because I'm like such a shy person but uh -huh. like i'll leave a comment like on your photo like oh look at that ass. <laughs> because i'll be like people just think i'm being funny <laughs> even if i'm being dead uh, like, ass no, like yeah look at that ass if i comment no. on your photo and say look at your look at that ass i mean look yeah. at that ass um but yeah and then it just started to an exchange it became an exchange after that and then one day ron was just like yeah i'm crushing on you and i was like oh good because i'm slightly obsessed with you and now i don't know i'm planning a trip possibly to go see ron i don't know i'm I, excited I also about think, this i also think i've set it up to the point where like i've only presented myself as somebody that could only be a sexual like also like also they live on a whole nother coast so obviously i understand that would like that's a limitation so we're not gonna be like in love with each other but i was like Hmm, I don't know. I feel like I've put myself in a position of just being a fuck for this person, which is fine. That's fine. I can go towards the sites. Crush, yeah. yeah, fuck a crush and be disposed of. It's fine. But yeah, I was I regretted how I set myself up in that what situation. What do you, what do you like about this what do you like about them though? Like what got you crushing on them other than their looks and their butt? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I commented look at that butt on ron's thing i may have i don't remember uh but also everybody they're should very look at ron's smart but yeah ron look at ron's butt ron is such a smart and funny ron is like has to be like a comedic genius he's so smart so funny and god he has amazing skin and amazing style and i've never even met ron in real life it's just like strictly like an internet fascination thing but 
I know that Ron and I would have amazing sexual chemistry. And maybe that's it. And maybe that's enough. No, but let's not put limitations <laughs> on it yet. Like it hasn't even happened. Like let's keep it like anything can happen. Sure. But hopefully that anything does include amazing sexual energy. Yes. Yeah. Um, but I, I think the main thing and that's the main thing that attracts me in some form or another to people, just their talent or their ability to do things. Because um, when I say I don't have a, a type, truly my friends will tell you I don't have like a physical type, but I do tend to like, I do tend to skew towards people who are artistic or quote unquote intellectual, that kind of thing, which I guess is pretentious of me, but no, that's just, that, that's just what I'm into. Also, like, what did it feel like that night that, like it was more than just a dm like you guys started like kind of like when it felt like more of a conversation happening uh it felt like i had won something <laughs> <laughs> that's so sad no, that's what it is that's what crushing is and also like like it's like it's working like yeah. you know yeah and i guess for me because it so rarely works out for me that the a person even if it's just a crush thing that a person I have a crush on also has a crush on me. It mm -hmm. so rarely works out for me that way that I was just floored by it. I was like, Ugh. like, how could that be possible? Like, how could somebody that smart and that successful, like be crushing on me? I just bought an iron for the first time in my life two weeks ago. Also, I am congrats. a grown ass man who just bought an iron and somebody has a crush on me. Like, I'm not throwing shit in the dryer anymore, you guys. Like, my shit can have creases if I want it to. They don't. But if I wanted them to, you're right. I could. Are creases in now? I don't know. No. Okay. I don't think so. so I'll put a crease in if they're in right now. I don't know. I'm just going to do whatever's trending. But you can. I can. Yes. And I might buy one of those. What is this thing? A steamer? Called? Yeah, I might buy one of those just because. See, first off, I don't think we were ready for that flex yet, okay? I'm flexing. Like, I might I'm get not a ready for that. steamer. <laughs> no, um, I love that. I love that your crush is like, it's like an arm's length away now. Like, you know, it's not even an arm's length away. Like, you guys are talking to each other. Like, you guys are like. Kind of. Well, I mean, you guys are conversing. You, I mean, you guys are like exchanging stuff you know what I'm saying and you both already admitted that you guys have a crush on each other and that's really fucking cute like that is cute like it just feels cute like and even if nothing else were to happen or even if we never end up like meeting up or hanging out or having amazing sex it's just like cute that somebody was like i have a crush on you and i was like oh my god i like you too and yeah that kind of I don't know, it that feels, feeling like yeah. what you just showed right now like when you were like like that's what i love about crutches like you know what i'm saying like they like because they have the ability to make you feel like that even if like you don't attain it or you don't get it like that moment that you get to sit there and enjoy like i feel weird right now and this is good like you oh know what i'm God. saying like if you sit there and own that and also you know like if it doesn't happen cool fine but when you sit there and think that it might happen and you get excited like i love living in that moment because you genuinely get happy. You're right. And this is the first time I'm unpacking. I've talked to one of my friends who knows this person about it. But, like, yeah, like, I didn't unpack how it, like, felt, like, joyous in a way. Oh, my God. This is, like, therapy. <laughs> Thank God, because I don't have health insurance. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will be giving you a bill on the way out. <laughs> oh, you won't be getting paid. But okay. uh, I'll take that iron. <laughs> <laughs> That was good. That was funny. <laughs> I'm going to take a comedy class or two. <laughs> um, Joe. Okay. Robert. So what is the best date you've ever been on? So this is, I just have a blank for this. 
<laughs> what is when I say like you know what is like the best time you've ever had on a date? Like it doesn't have to be like extravagant. Like it just a time that you enjoyed. Um. Okay. I don't. I haven't even been on that many dates in my life. I could probably count on one hand the amount of dates I've been on. I guess I would say the one that I enjoyed maybe the most was it was very recently. I was seeing this guy. Um, and he wanted to go, we started off hooking up and then we the, like the second or third time we hooked up, he just looked over me and he was like, Hey, do you want to go to the museum with me tomorrow? And I was like, not really. No, <laughs> like that's what I really said. I don't like going to museums. <laughs> I think they're bored. So I was like, no, 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 it's not you. It's the museum. And I was like, are you asking me on a date? And he was like, well, yeah, but now I feel like really stupid and da, 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 da. So I agreed to go to the museum because I felt bad about hurting his feelings. I don't like museums. He took me to that one on, uh, it's on like Fairfax and Wilshire. Oh yeah, I, Lackma. Lackma. Okay, yes, yeah. he took me to that. We did not take those fun photos in With front the, of the, the lights. lights. We actually went in the museum and looked at fucking things for two hours. It was not fun. <laughs> That's your best. <laughs> oh, but then afterwards we went to dinner at um, Crossroads, which is my favorite, one of my favorite restaurants here. So like that ended well. Like it was just like cute. Like we, it was cute to spend the day with someone. Yeah. And even though I don't like museums and didn't have a ton of fun there, he was having a good time and he wanted me there as his company. And then we went to like a restaurant that I like, and that was so. Fun it to was me. something for both of you guys. Like you know, like we both enjoyed. Like you know. It was a give and take. I mean, it was definitely more for him because he got to go to the museum and he got to hang out with me and he got to be like with me at a great restaurant. But yes, I guess I did like get some stuff out of it. Too. And also, I think you won because you didn't take a pic the pictures in front of the lights. I wanted those pictures. I just assumed we would do that. Like, why else would you go to that museum? People actually go in there to see stuff. <laughs> the only cute thing in there was they had like jewels in the in the, like in the middle of it and so those are pretty but you can only look at a star sapphire for this so long is, this is so electro <laughs> she robbed the museum that's what i should have done i should have just stole shit from there that would have been a cute date if we ended up in jail together <laughs> that's a story no they didn't even go to jail that night they were like because they, they didn't want to make like well they took a um because they didn't want to make a big deal out of it yeah i'm just saying we would have definitely went to oh, jail yeah. and then we would have had a cute story to tell i mean and then more amazing sex in jail <laughs> Sorry? More amazing sex in jail. Oh, I don't know if I'm into that. <laughs> well, I mean, when you guys are in the holding cell. Just, oh, just, no. I mean, have you ever been to jail? No. I've been yeah. a couple of times. Holding cells aren't cute. Um, What is the worst date you've ever been on? So. I'm excited already. <laughs> that I accidentally. I didn't even realize I did this. I This guy was friends with my younger brother. My younger brother's like two years younger than me, so it's not a huge age difference, but they had went to school together, but I never knew this guy. And I, this is when I still lived in Cleveland, so this is about three years ago. O-H-I-O is where I'm from. Yeah. I used to be a huge Bow Wow stan. Don't worry. Okay. <laughs> that's another, that's another <laughs> story. <laughs> no, it's valid. He was cute back in the day when we were kids, like... As a kid, I think we all had a crush on, like, Kid Bow Wow. It's sad now, but back then it was not. But I met, I I think it was on Tinder. I want to say I matched with this guy on Tinder, and it, it may have been Grindr. It, I think it was Tinder because it ended in a date, but it may have been Grindr. Nobody's judging you. I'm not ashamed, yeah. Nobody's judging you. There's no shaming on it. I was, just, I was just, you know, clarifying specificity. <laughs> I can't remember. But we agreed to go on a date, and 
the day that we were both free was my birthday, which I did not intentionally do this, <laughs> but we agreed to go get tacos. It was my birthday. <laughs> so already I'm going on a date for, for the first time with this guy on my birthday. Um, so that was already very awkward because he found out it was my birthday. <laughs> oh. He was like, oh, is this like a birthday thing for you? And I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> this is legitimately just yeah. the night we were both free this is to a day. go on this, this yeah yeah day but like i could tell he probably went into it like haha this bitch likes me he's hanging out with me on his birthday fine whatever i had already agreed to pay i don't remember why i think it was because he was a little younger than me and i was making a little more money than him so i agreed to pay which isn't a big deal we got to the restaurant and he was just a dick the entire time on your birthday exactly wait <laughs> He was, like, so entitled. He hated the restaurant, kept commenting on how much he hated it. Um, I had drove all the way to pick him up. He lived, like, 40 minutes away from me. And then I told him we could just eat at a restaurant that was closer to him. But he wanted to eat at that one. And so we drove all the way back to my side of town. And I was still fine with all of that. The part where he pissed me off was that he was a Rihanna gay. And this was the year that Lemonade came out. Now... I am both a Beyonce gay and a Rihanna gay. You can multitudes. You can be both. Yes. This basic bitch was just a Rihanna gay. <laughs> and I was playing, like, Lemonade was popping that year. Everybody was playing. I was playing the album in the car right there. And apparently he had a problem with this and felt the need to bring it up after the food came out and just spent the whole time either complaining about the service of the restaurant or saying how inferior Beyonce was to rihanna as an artist and again i like them both but it, honestly vocally and you know being able to dance wise there's not much of a comparison there people i i think we can all accept this as a truth we can love both beyonce and rihanna we can cherish both of them they are both a gift to us but to just be volatile about it. I was like, yeah. the stand is culture is so yes. crazy. Like I, I'm a, I'm a huge, like I love them both to death. I'm a huge Beyonce stand, but also there's no reason, there's no dragging. There's necessary. Like you can enjoy both of them. You know what I'm saying? And some people who tend to make their personality them, like that, the fact that they're a stand, like, like they make that their personality. Oh, you're going to know I'm anti your person because exactly. I'm so for my person. My and person will win. <laughs> It was so crazy. Like I realized, I was like, I am on a date with a stan, and I just could not believe I had done that. And the funny thing is, my brother told me before I went on a date with the guy. My brother was like, "You're not gonna like it." <laughs> my brother was like, "Cause my brother went to school with him, and he was like, Joe, do not go on this date. You will not like him.'" And I thought my brother was just being weird because his gay older brother was going out with a dude he used to be friends with or something like that. But no, he was right. I hated that guy. And even still, <laughs> he invited me back to his house. When I said yes. <laughs> Wait. Because no. I didn't purposely go out with him on my birthday, but also if I was going to get to have sex on my birthday, I was going to do it because, you know, birthday sex, that's a thing. And we went back to his house. Did not know he still lived at home. <laughs> we got back to his house in the middle of we hadn't started having sex yet. We were just like making out. But in the middle of that, his mom came in the room. <gasps> what? And I what? just hold I on. Just left. What? I left. <sighs> and that was the worst date I have ever been on. That's and a really that's what happens if you go on a date with anybody who was a stan. Um just don't do it. 
because they do live at I home with moms who don't have boundaries. Like, no, first off, my thing is he found out that it's your birthday. Like, the fact that he like didn't even use that as more of a reason to be nicer that day, <laughs> maybe put on a little something different than your actual real personality that, like, it came out to be because he was an asshole. Oh, yeah. For sure. To shit on your music and make that a, th- a thing of the conversation during the dinner. Like, I can't get over that. Like, I don't... Uh, and it was so weird too because now that I'm thinking about it, Lemonade and Anti came out the same year, right? Like, or they were very close to I'm each really other. I'm really bad with in the my release dates because I remember they both got like snubbed at like the Grammys the following year. So like they came out like the same year, I think. And so it was instead of us just appreciating that we had both of those things, like I do remember like Stan Twitter being so crazy about that and me just being baffled that I was on a date with a person who cared that much yeah. about it. I was like, how is this something you think I would care enough about to talk about at all, let alone on a first date? Oh my God. I'm so sorry that happened to you. Okay, let's fuck him. No, well, you did fuck him. <laughs> no, I didn't. Oh, oh, his oh. mom came in. <laughs> well, you almost, yeah. Let's forget about to, him. Yeah. Uh, if I gave you all the money in the world, okay? Okay. Like, for one date, and let's say that it's with your crush that's uh, on the other on on the other coast. Okay. What would you do with that money? And if you want to go on a like a trip to somewhere, uh, I'm not gonna count the hours on the plane. Okay. So I don't think I'm like a very romantic person. So I had to think about this really hard. It doesn't, it's also whatever you want. You don't have to use all the money. Okay, I probably wouldn't use all the money. I would feel bad about that. But I. <laughs> And see, this is how selfish I am that I'm still going to censor the date around something. I've been wanting to go to Jordan as a trip for a while. So I think it would be cute if we went to Jordan together and, like, you can go up the mountains on goats there. And it's not traveled a lot because people are afraid to go to the Middle East because people are racist. Um, But I want to see the Dead Sea. And then you can camp in the desert in these beautiful tents at night. They have, like, luxury camping because I'm not doing that. It's glamping, basically. I only glamp. And I don't also, camp. you have all the money in the world right now. Why not use it? Enjoy I know some it. people would be like, I just want to be with nature. Da, 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 da. I don't mind leaves in my butthole, <laughs> like stuff like that. Nope, not me. I'm not that person. But also, if leaves, leaves in your butthole is your thing, you guys, and we're not king shaming. <laughs> that is such a trash kink. I'm sorry. I'm shaming that king. Go get choked. I'm about that. Don't put leaves in your butthole. <laughs> but so I would want to camp and like go up the mountains, camp in the desert. And bef- like when you spend the night in the desert before that, you can just take a tour of the desert in like a hot air balloon. And that at sunset just seems like so romantic to me. And then you come down from your hot air balloon and you go into your glamp tent. And you can like clean yourself properly because you're glamping, and then you can just have amazing sex all night in the desert. What are, do you do? You have a chef. What are you eating? What's what's oh, the layout? I don't know. I normally just have protein shake with me, so I guess whatever they want to eat. <laughs> <laughs> you can have a chef for them, but also you're like, I'm just gonna have this just protein my little shake. blender bottle. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I'm not letting you add any other food to it. They can have what they want. I'll have my protein shake. You also know a salad if I could get one. Yeah. But also like that, I'll make the chef make the protein shake because <laughs> I'm not going to do his job for him. 
like, that seems fair. If I just hand him the bottle <laughs> and my container of Bega. But no, you also like you you take out the right amount that you want because only you know the right amount because it's a weird amount. No, I feel like I let him do it, then I taste it, and I just like hand it back to him. <laughs> and so, and I just keep doing that until he gets it right. What you should, you're paying him a lot of money. Yeah, a lot of your money. <laughs> yeah, to be precise. So yeah, I'll make it perfect. I love that. I can't believe I didn't think about food. <laughs> You did. You didn't want it. <laughs> they get whatever they want. But I love also that, but like on your special day, you are sharing an experience that means a lot to you. Yes. So that is, it's not being selfish. You're sharing a part of yourself, like a want that you've always had. And you're like, I want to bring you into this with me. Oh, okay. I like how you spun it that way. Because to me, it was just like, I can't think of anything. And this is the thing I've been wanting to do for a while. So I guess bring this person with me and make it romantic. You can float on the Dead Sea. It's cute. And also, we will get those pictures. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all will get those pictures for sure. No, yeah, because also one, you don't like you. You not you haven't been in a relationship with them, so you don't really know what they want right now. So for me asking this question without you knowing them, it is all about like what you want and sharing your world with them. Oh, you're right. I like that. That's a cute way of putting it. You're good. <laughs> Thank you. I try. <laughs> no, okay, so. Joe, let's take one last break and then we'll come back and play some games. Okay. Ah! You ever just tired from a long day of crushing? And you gotta eat, right? Well, guess what? There's mail in a box. Five great ingredients straight to your front door. After work, you've been crushing on that guy in your cubicle next to you, crushing on that gal at the gym. Don't worry, you're gonna feed that appetite. Five delicious ingredients, mail in a box. That's right, you can crush on a full stomach now. <laughs> Offer code crushing it. Okay, I think that was the answers. Yeah, you're good. Oh, cool. I did it. Put your homework That's away. <laughs> now it's time for a recess. <laughs> you guys, and we are Trauma. back. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm not done traumatizing Joe right now. Oh, you didn't traumatize me. Producer Brandon traumatized me by Thank bringing you. up Drag him. a slide after I already told him how I associate slides with the trauma from my childhood of that girl from kindergarten who would yeah. chase me up them. Let me tell you, like the how producer Brandon treats my guests is not right. I need everybody to come and like drag him for this because I've had it. I have nothing but love for the guests. All of I think you just think you can behave this way because you're rich, and <laughs> we will kill the rich. rich. I am not rich. Okay. Okay. You have a big TV and a bowl full of Legos. <laughs> so that screams wealth to me. Okay, Joe. Okay, so you survived the hard part of the podcast. Oh, thank God. Now, like, we're just about to play some games, so just okay. relax, have fun, untuck that tuck. <laughs> never what <laughs> one must never untuck <laughs> uh you know like when you're dating somebody or when you're getting to know someone you want to get to know them as much as you can so you like play like a 21 questions game with you with them oh yeah like that what was that that new york times thing was like that certain amount of questions you ask someone to get them to fall in love with you yeah okay or like you just like, you just want to like the, i'm just gonna ask you some dumb questions some more okay. serious questions just so the audience and your crush can fall in love with you they won't they will Okay. You're, you're great. <laughs> right. I, okay, let's start with, what's your biggest pet peeve? My biggest pet peeve? Oh, gosh, I have so many. I guess. What are the, a couple? The biggest one would have to be 
people who eat with their mouth open. There's somebody who does that at my job and she drives me crazy and she never eats soft food. If you are a person who eats with your mouth open, just eat soft food. Eat a banana, eat an avocado. Do not eat kettle brand potato chips. Do not eat, eat rice shakes. shakes. Yes, eat a protein shake. It's so good for you. But she eats <laughs> the loudest food all of the time she even makes soft food sound loud somehow like she could eat a banana and make it sound like she is eating a block of cement i don't know how she does it it drives me crazy and nobody says anything to her and i just want to be like shut your food the fuck up (laughs) can you turn your food down (laughs) okay uh that's great it drives me crazy it's insane how loud she is she eats in stereo i promise (laughs) What is your love language? Love the five love languages are acts of service, words of affirmation, physical touch, gifts, or quality time. So, like, how do you like to receive love or affection? Um, with somebody I really care about, physical touch and quality time. If I don't, I don't normally like to be touched, but if I care about you, I, I definitely like really appreciate a caring touch and quality time. How do you give love? Probably acts of service. Definitely acts of service. I think I know that I do. I go out of my way to do things for people that I care about. And I even try to do that for people I don't care about. Just in general, I think to me, that just says more about who you are as a person. Like if you're willing to invest your time and like invest your time in yourself in doing something for somebody, even if it's a small, like from the small to the big, just acts of service to just show them that you're thinking about them, you care about them, that you saw and recognized their needs and you tried to meet mm-hmm. them. That's a big thing for me. Yeah. I mean, you, your time is all you have. So if, you, if yeah. you're giving that to somebody else, it's, it's, it shows that you care. Because also right now, I could just be masturbating, but I did something for you. <laughs> <laughs> like... I stopped masturbating <laughs> for you. Yeah. No. I, wait, I made your amazing sweet thing. So like, uh, trivial. No, it was. Okay. No, that's big. Like if you were mid masturbation and I was like, Robert, I need you to do this thing for me. And you stopped right there. Yeah. I, that, that would be love. Yeah. I that, agree. That's all. Yeah. That is all like, kind of like, you know, like feeding the homeless. Like, yeah. It is exactly the same I'm thing. I'm fucking Mother Teresa. <laughs> no, no, you're not Mother Teresa. She was problematic. You uh, are not problematic. Thank you. You are better than Mother Teresa. You are Princess Diana? Yes. An AIDS activist and an icon. This is a very true thing. Look it up. Princess Diana loved gay people. Quick question. Would you rather okay. have to read the terms and conditions for Everything that, like, when it pops up, you have to read every word of it. Stop what you're doing and read the terms and conditions. Or ask your parents for permission every time you have sex. <laughs> I would rather ask my parents for permission every time But it's not, like, a sex. fun thing. Like, it's not like, hey, mom, hey, dad, can I have sex today? No, it's almost like, hey, I'm at, you know, am I allowed to have sex? Oh, like, if they say no, I can't. Yeah. Oh, never mind. I thought it was, like, a thing where it would just be making <laughs> them uncomfortable. Um. <laughs> Uh, so do I still have to read the terms and conditions if it's, cause sometimes they're exactly the same. So do I have to read it every time, same? every single time? And it's like, stop it's every like, time it pops up. It's the end. It's not like a power read. It's not like the, the, the like skim. It's like, no, you have to sit there and read it. God, I feel like, and I that's have, like for every, are you 18 and older? All that? Like, I just have 
sex way too much to have to ask my mom every time and i rarely see the terms and conditions box and i could like get rid of itunes yeah i, I would rather read the terms and conditions thing than let my sex life be dependent on my mother's approval also she's like you didn't call me last week so no <laughs> <laughs> would you rather have the ability to see every text that wasn't sent to you or every text that was about you Oh, God. I feel like either of those things would just hurt my feelings. <laughs> I'm going to go with every text that was about me. Yeah. Because I want to I know. I want to know what these hoes be saying. <laughs> yeah. You you want to know who your real friends are. Yeah. I want to know. Also, don't, Brandon, don't show what we texted right before this, okay? <laughs> <laughs> would you rather never lose your phone or never lose your keys again? It's so much harder to replace your keys. I would rather never lose my keys again. Like, replacing keys is a fucking nightmare. Yeah, replacing your phone is... It's expensive, but it's it's relatively easy. Yeah. Yeah, replacing keys. Ugh. What's your favorite food? My favorite... <laughs> Protein shake. <laughs> I, I believe it. No, it's... um, It's actually carrot cake, like vegan carrot cake. I, I'm vegan, so like I have to specify a vegan carrot cake. It, I don't know. I know why. It's because I was raised vegan, and that was the cake my mom was the best at making because vegan baking is not easy and my mom is a lot of amazing things she is not the best vegan baker um and if you listen to this mom i'm sorry but i'm right but your carrot cake <laughs> is fucking fire so vegan carrot cake is probably my favorite food are you an any or an outie your belly button it's a it pokes in any what my brother you- was an outie because he had a hernia I feel like you're dragging your brother because <laughs> the way you said it. Uh, what makes you nervous? People's expectations of me makes me nervous. Do you want kids? No, no. I just want like one of my siblings. I have four siblings. None of them have kids yet. Uh, so if one of them could just have a kid, and I could do that cool gay uncle thing for Instagram once. <laughs> That would be fun, but I don't want no kids around. Like, you just want to take your Instagram pic in front of the lights at LACMA. Yeah. Me and the baby wearing matching outfits is not my baby. And that's it. Take it. Yeah. Maybe I toss the baby up between the lights at LACMA. Get the photo and walk away. If it falls, it falls. Would you survive a zombie apocalypse? Yes. Okay. How would you do this? Because, well, because zombies are racist. Isn't that Key and Peele sketch? It's canon. Zombies aren't going to bother the black people. We've all seen that Key and Pill sketch with the racist zombies, and that's just what the truth of the zombie apocalypse is. They're going to see black people be like, no, niggas. No, they're not going to be into it. And that's how we survive. You took producer Brennan out with that. Are you ticklish? Yes, but please don't. You don't like to be tickled? No, hell no. I, and I'm extremely ticklish, too. And, like, even just, like, I'm not going to do it. Like, I almost tickle myself, and I don't like it. Like, the slightest touch tickles me. And then, like, I laugh hysterically because that's just my physiological reaction to it. But I am very uncomfortable, and I hate it. I do not like being tickled. I once bit somebody as a child because they were tickling me and wouldn't stop. And then I went through a whole biting phase. And that was a rough <laughs> six months for my mom. <laughs> so don't tickle me. <laughs> I don't like, like, because, like, I was a kid and I was, like, laughing, but I was, like, screaming, like, stop, stop, stop. (laughs) And they kept going. (laughs) Respect people's bodies, y'all. Don't do it. Can you curl your tongue 
and like, or roll your roll your R's. I can do neither of those things. My siblings all can, and they're all straight, and it's so sad. Like, why would God waste that on them? <laughs> do you have any secret talents? Probably not a secret talent. Um, that's just something I'm secretly good at, right? Yeah, that nobody knows I can do. Um, no, I don't think so. I think I'm everybody just pretty, knows my talent. Yeah, <laughs> people are often surprised by like my level of flexibility sometimes, but I don't think it's like Come secret. Through Evie, oddly, I'm not that good. But I'm. I was at uh Senespia the other day with uh Mark Sully. He's on my mod team, and Jesse, our director, was there too. And they were, like people dance at the end, and I did like a back bend that was pretty impressive. And people were like, "Whoa!" <laughs> then I did a proper death drop and people were a little impressed by that too so yeah look at you come on shablam (laughs) (laughs) Uh, what movie and tv show should everyone have to watch what movie and tv show should everyone have to watch so one movie and one tv show so everyone should have to watch pose i think it is one of the most amazing TV shows of all time and like probably the most important show on television right now. Um, I mean, the second season just premiered last night. I'm just assuming you saw it. If you didn't, don't say you didn't Robert, because I won't like you. Um, but even just like that for the first openings, like that first opening sequence is so amazing. And so it's like heart breaking and gut enriching and informative. So I would say, please go see Pose. I want to say so bad that I hadn't seen it, but I have, I mean, I'm (laughs) obsessed. (laughs) You would be stupid. If you haven't seen it, you would have just left the podcast. (laughs) No, Uh but also like the fact that, uh, they can teach us something that uh, that nobody really knew about, or like you yeah. know, it's it's not in main culture exactly. about that time. Like we know about Stonewall, we know you know what I'm saying. We know about even like Compton's, right? But like we did not know about that. And yeah. I mean, I don't want to spoil it. For no, people, but just like that specific thing that they're dealing with in that first scene is just I didn't know about that until yeah. last night, and that it's so that's so terrible and so sad. But it was done so beautifully, and a movie that everyone should have to see. God. I think we leave it at TV show. TV show was Moonlight. Good. I will say, I'll say Moonlight. I'll stand by that. Moonlight. Yes, should have to see Mo- because it didn't get the moment it deserved at the Oscars. So everybody should have to see that movie to appreciate it for what it really is. And add that on top of reparations. <laughs> like not only do we need reparations, like you need to you need to watch that, and that's part of it. That's a part of reparations. I like that. Watching Moonlight is a small part of yeah, reparations. No, definitely. No, the rest like, is uh, giving us really money. Small, but like, I need you to do it. Yeah. Uh. Would you rather have to talk in the... You can only talk in the third person during sex. (laughs) See, that's funny to me. (laughs) Or have to introduce yourself as daddy's big boy to everyone you meet. Mm, Talk in the third person during sex. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, would you you rather be forced to drink pumpkin spice lattes or LaCroix? I love pumpkin spice lattes, so I would... Yeah, I guess I'm a basic bitch. I love pumpkin anything. Like pumpkin loaf, pumpkin spice lattes, pumpkin cookies. Just, and, oh God, they should make lube and pumpkin flavor now that I'm thinking about it. Because I almost said pumpkin lube, but I don't think that's a thing. But it should be. Because Halloween is so big for the gays, too. I can't <laughs> believe there is not pumpkin or can and or candy corn flavored lube. That is a market we that are is ending untapped. This joke. <laughs> I can't. Once you once you say candy corn, I said I am out. <laughs> I like candy corn. I don't know. <laughs> no, I love that. Look, okay, you survived. Okay, I did it. So, Joe, I have been writing down some of your answers. I saw that during this podcast, 
and I'm going to play MASH with all of your answers, okay? okay. All right, so everybody knows MASH is Mansion, Apartment, Shack, or House. Okay. Um, I'm not going to tell you what I have right now, um, but all I need from you is what is your dream mode of transportation? My dream mode of transportation. <laughs> Does it have to be a real thing? Uh, it could be whatever you want. It's, um, you know, in Avatar The Last Airbender, Aang has that little, his kite thing that he airbends on. I always thought it'd be cool if that was the way that I could transport myself anywhere. I love, you are becoming one of producer Brandon's favorite person, people in the whole wide world. Who? Um, producer Brandon. Oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I knew who he was. Joe, Brandon, Brandon, Joe. <laughs> I know who he is. This is your house. This is your rich house. Your Caucasian home, you might call it. Brandon, can I get a mode of transportation for Joe, please? Sure, a flying bison. Let's just go with it. Oh, yeah. See, I almost went there. Great. Okay, I guess I like producer Brandon now. <laughs> and his rich ass. So since both of you guys are giving really good answers, I'm just going to answer the rest of them. Okay. Because <laughs> I'm that kind of bitch. <laughs> uh, Joe, all I need for you to do is tell me when to stop. Okay. Stop. Okay. Well, I tell it to be scored. It's producer Brandon. Do you have any questions for Joe? Yes. First of all, there is, in fact, pumpkin spice lube and candy corn lube. What? I've never seen it in WeHo. Um, secondly, uh, Dodgeball the movie. Thumbs up? Thumbs down? Never seen it. Really? Never seen it. Okay. I, I need you to watch that because I need to know as a professional dodgeballer. I didn't say I was a professional dodgeballer. I'm just, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a world that I Pretty didn't good. know Very existed. Good. Really? Uh, well, I mean, there was the movie, but I was like, all right, how much of this is real and how much of this is parody? Okay. In terms of, like, dodgeball competition. The only thing I know about the movie is that there's a thing where it's like, if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. And I will tell you that is real. They do throw a wrench at you. And if you cannot dodge it, you dunk it on the team. That's that's the only rule. The only rule in dodgeball is that you have to dodge a wrench to play. You should be able to dodge a wrench, though. The first time, it's a lot harder than people think. Really? Yeah. Wrenches are fast and big, man. Yeah. Yeah. And now you know. Now I know. Well, if you can dodge a. a, a that was going to be a bad joke. Anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> and we are back, you guys. Uh, I have your results tallied. So, Joe. Okay. Do you want to know how the rest of your life is going to happen? What's yes. going to happen? When will I die? Okay. So. How will I die? For the, for the potential options I have for the person who you're going to live with. Okay. Or you're going to be with for the rest of your life is Khan. My elementary school crush. Yes, we have Ron, who's your current crush. I forgot which current crush that was. Ron is the one that's on the East Coast. Oh, okay. <laughs> we gave them both fake names, and I just couldn't remember. I also have Eugene on here. Okay, so that was the the other one. And then I also have um, birthday sex. Oh God. <laughs> For amount of children that you might that you are going to possibly have is zero four. Nine or one. Okay. <laughs> and for modes of transportation, we have an avatar airbender, a flying bison, a moped, and you're just walking. Okay. And everybody okay knows mansion, uh, Mash's mansion apartment, Shacker House. So, who do you think you ended up with? <sighs> my God. Given my luck, it is birthday sex would be too cruel. But so I'm going to say it's Eugene is the one I'm crushing on who was in the long-term relationship, right? Yeah. So it's probably him. <laughs> While he's in the long-term relationship? Yes. <laughs> that seems like my luck. How many kids do you think you guys ended up God, with? God, I think I ended up with, what was it, zero, one, nine, or 4? Uh, yeah. 
just one child with Eugene that he never sees. (laughs) (laughs) And how do you guys get to where you're going? We walk because, you know, I'm poor because I'm raising a child of my own. (laughs) Where do you live? (laughs) In a house because I am poor, but I understand, understand the value of raising my child in a loving home. But also... You have an iron. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay. Oh, God. I almost made a really bad joke about good times and the iron scene at Janet Jackson. Nope. <laughs> if you've seen it, you know. <laughs> and it's already in your head. You got one of those right. Okay. So, you and your one child. Okay. Ride a flying bison. Oh, shit. That thing's going to smell so bad. It's going to shit so much. (laughs) I'm talking about the child, by the way, not the bison. (laughs) (laughs) Go back to your shack. Of course. Where you're greeted by the love of your life, Khan. Okay, you know, not bad. I have fond, distant memories of Khan from elementary school. I thought he would amount to, like, you know, between the two of us, we were the smartest kids in the class, but if all we could get is a shack in life, that's fine. That's public education for you. I love your life so far. (laughs) I've been so nice, and I haven't been overly sexual this whole podcast. I have, and that's fine. (laughs) Which is yours, yeah, and it's totally fine. Valid. Okay, the last thing we have to do is I have a fortune teller right here. Oh. Then I'm going to ask you a sexual question on wherever you land, okay? Okay. So pick one. Cheeks, mouth, thighs, or face? This is just arbitrary. There's yes. no correlation. Cheeks, mouth, thighs, or face? Uh, f- mouth. Okay. What excites you? Music, DMs, sex, or rough? Whatever those words mean to you. Oh, sex. Like a sexed message. Yes. Well, that's not that different from a DM. Uh, I'll say DMs. DMs because you can get more of those. What scares you or just doesn't excite you? Text, slow, money, or candles? <laughs> These are Money scares me. Top or bottom? There's two questions. <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> you want top, bottom, or both? <laughs> both. Okay. Just in case. Where would you want to have sex that you haven't yet? <laughs> there are not many places I haven't. Um... <laughs> God, this is really sad that I have to think of a place I have not had sex. In a car? Okay. <laughs> yeah, sure, in a car. Does size matter? Yes, and here's why. Because they're, like, being too big is a thing. I'm sorry. Some, how explicit can I be? As, there are sucking dicks and there are fucking dicks. And some dicks are just pretty to look at and <laughs> suck. And some dicks are for fucking, like... Anything above seven and a half, you're into the range where you're like, you're just getting sucked. And I'm sorry. It's fine. It's cute. Good for you. That's beautiful. I have other things I have to use my body for, and I cannot let you destroy me. And that's just, it is what it is. Mono said the same thing. <laughs> he's, he's right, and he's a genius then, because no, fuck that. Do you have a sexual deal breaker? Like something they want to do sexually. Yeah. Any type of like racial fetishized, uh, racial fetish stuff is out, is like out for me. Like, like anytime I hook up with like 
this happens so way too often like i'll be hooking up with a white dude and i'll be like yeah you like that white such and such don't you and then as soon as he said the t in the word white i am in my clothes at the door like that that is so weird to me i don't know why people do that it's yeah. ugh. Uh, okay last question what's your favorite position my favorite position if i'm on the top or if i'm on the bottom it doesn't matter whichever one you want and just say, don't even say which one you're going to pick and just let them, let the audience figure it out. What is this called? Drowning starfish. What? <laughs> now I have to look that up. I think I just made that up. <laughs> okay, on that note, though, Joe, thank you so much for doing this. I've had fucking amazing time. I had an amazing time, too. Thank you for inviting me when your previous guest canceled on you. No. <laughs> you told me that's what happened. No, but it's fine. I'm still. I wanted to, to see your here. show before I asked. I asked you on, so I could be like, "Oh yeah, I've seen your show." <laughs> <laughs> That's valid. It's fine. I am. I'm truly honored that you asked me. Like, I lit up at work. I was like, "Oh, we're." I'm excited that you were, we're able to, to come. Like, it was so. I'm. We've had. I think we've bonded so much during this podcast. We are definitely friends now. Like, um, do you have anything that you want to promote? I know that you are uh, the fourth Wednesday of every month at UCB Sunset on the mod team emerald yeah and you already said it but i'm just gonna say it again our, our mod team emeralds the fourth wednesday every month at ucb sunset 8 30 we're oh god i love that team so much we're so funny you will not come to a, if you come to a show you will be laughing hysterically all the writers all the actors are so talented our current director jesse esparza he does such a great job with us just come see our show and if you can't come this month i don't know when this airs definitely come to our july show because that is gonna be special oh you guys heard That's it right all here. i can say and your instagram is my instagram i think everything on my social is at joe j-o-e p gould g-o-u-l-d and um i don't i mean i post like tasteful thirst traps but if like we become mutuals and you want something a little more risque i might be into it i don't know i might be also it just, just slide in them dms like i yeah. mean shoot your shot roll the dice i mean clearly things happen in the dms for mr joe p gold <laughs> <laughs> things happen things uh, go down <laughs> you guys can also follow me at Robert R A H H B U R T on all the things. We have a Instagram at Crushing It Podcast. Uh, we have a website, tellusyourcrush.com. And thank you guys so much for listening. Please go stalk Joe. He's been so great. Aww. So And please stalk Robert. He I mean, I want to be stalked by the same people who stalked Robert. That would be such an honor for me. Yeah. Play us both in our DMs. Yes, I like that. That's messy. Please do that. Like honestly, please do that. <laughs> <laughs> I would love that. <laughs> and see you guys next week. I got a crush on you. I got a crush on you.